Hey guys, welcome back to the Love Kinsey podcast. Fun fact, I just recorded this entire episode and realized my mic was not on the entire time. That's what I get for not doing a mic check before I start recording. So, you know, there's that. But anyway, today's episode is going to be none other than anxiety, which honestly kind of fitting for today, considering I recorded this entire episode on anxiety with my microphone off, which, you know, in turn could easily contribute to more anxiety, but we're not going to let that happen. No, we are not. Before I get into all the nitty gritty of that fun topic though, of course, I want to start with what I am grateful for this past week, or I guess past few weeks since I think it's been a while since I recorded one of these. But this past week was actually really good. And a lot of things happened that I was just really proud of myself for, honestly. And one of those is setting boundaries for myself and saying no to things that I normally wouldn't say no to, like hanging out with friends or staying out later and all of that kind of stuff. But last week was a little bit busier on the workload end. I had a full week, which felt good to be able to say and be able to do. But with that comes definitely pushes and pulls on energy and time. And I was just proud of myself for listening to my body, allowing my body the rest that it needed when it needed it. Again, if this was a year or two ago, I definitely couldn't say the same. I am very much self-diagnosed with FOMO in a strong case of it. Now, I've definitely gotten a little bit more of a hold on it, hence the boundary setting, but it used to have more of a hold on me, and I used to be very much more willing to hand over my calendar and my time to everyone around me. You would rarely see me say no to an opportunity whether it was work or whether it was hanging out with friends or staying up late when I had an early morning and all of the things. So yes, I was very proud of myself and I was proud of myself for just taking the time that I need and also taking initiative where needed as well, especially when it comes to work. So I'm just thankful I guess, for growth and for being able to notice that within myself. And I think it's really important to notice those things and to take a time to pause and pat yourself on the back 
and celebrate even the smallest of victories because even small wins are still wins and you deserve to celebrate that and celebrate the growth that you see yourself having and those milestone moments that are happening along the way. So this is your reminder to pat yourself on the back for something good that you've done recently and be thankful for growing, for changing, and for evolving into the person that you are meant to become. With all that being said, my number two thing that I'm grateful for is time to rest. Like I said, I set those boundaries up so that my body could get the rest that it needed. And that felt really, really good because something that I've been focusing more on is allowing myself grace. Grace when I don't work and grace when I do and I'm just tired and I want to sit at home and binge Never Have I Ever. Yes, I am obsessed with that show. No shame. But it feels good to listen to your body and to allow yourself to sometimes do nothing. That's okay. Our bodies need different things at different times. For me, it's been a bit of a journey to figure that out. And I'm very hard on myself, especially when it comes to having a full schedule or lack of. And I think it's important to remind yourself that the amount of hours that you work in a week does not equate to your value, to your identity, to any of that. Give yourself grace for who you are now and for where you're going. My last thing that I will say for this episode that I am grateful for is honestly where I am and where I'm going. I have a few trips coming up, a few opportunities in the works, and I'm just excited about what the future holds. And I'm also happy and content with where I am now. I'm learning to just be okay with the present while still being excited for the future. I think that you can have both, that you can be content and excited. You don't have to be stuck in feeling worried or down on yourself or being so excited for the future that you can't enjoy the present. So I'm grateful for, I guess you could say balance. big focus of mine lately has been on new and changing perspectives, especially when it comes to anxiety. This past week, I don't know what it was, whether it was conversations with friends, new podcast I've been listening to, therapy, or maybe a combination of it all. I can't really say, but what I can say is my perspective on anxiety, and I guess my relationship with anxiety, has started to change a little bit. Not to say that I don't deal with it, because I definitely still do, and 
I've had a long journey with anxiety for sure. And it has had its ups and downs. If you experience heavy loads of anxiety, then you definitely know what I'm talking about. Something that comes and goes and that we can easily see as a burden occurs, something that we have to carry around and that's constantly haunting us behind every single corner. This past week, though, I started to view it a little bit differently, that anxiety actually doesn't have to be seen as a curse or a burden, but it can actually be seen as an indicator maybe even a motivator and a gauge of direction. It reminds me of something that I've really heard all of my life, that our identity isn't wrapped up in what we feel and our feelings really aren't who we are. They're not a definition or even a destination. They're just indicators along the journey and anxiety falls into that same category that it isn't an end result. It's not somewhere that we set up camp and that, you know, we settle for. It's something that's actually meant to help us in gauging who we're becoming and where we're going. So this past week, I kind of went down this journey of reflecting on my own view of anxiety and how it can help me in becoming the person that I want to become and also what God has to say about that. What I think is so cool about things like anxiety is that it's something that can actually be so unifying because we actually never go through it alone. Whether it's stress, whether it is anxiety, maybe even depression or some other feeling, there's always going to be someone that is feeling that same way too. And yes, we go through different levels of that and different degrees, but at the end of the day, we can all relate on what we're feeling and knowing that we aren't alone in that. Even when we look at the Bible, these things aren't separate. It's not something new, but you know, the Bible talks about feelings of anxiety and stress as well, which honestly gives me so much peace. It feels like a breath of fresh air that you know, I'm not crazy that this has been going on for centuries and it's it's not just me. I love that we're starting to talk about these things in society as a whole. Just mental health in general is so important and something that does need to be talked about and that can bring so much unity and just bring so many people together. So I want to share some things that stuck out to me and some verses that I looked to this week. The first one, one of my favorites, and one that I've 
mentioned probably a few times on this podcast is Proverbs 23, 7. And personally, I love the Passion Translation. It starts out by saying, for as he thinks within himself, so is he. So profound, right? What we think really does determine our direction in where we're going, who we're becoming. If anxiety is the only thing that we allow ourselves to think because, I mean, if we remember, the Bible also says that we can take captive our thoughts. So if we allow anxiety to just have this stronghold over us, that it controls us as this burden and that we give it all of this control as an emotion, then that's who we're going to become. That's the direction that our life is going to go. But if we free ourselves of that and if we make that active choice of actually thinking about what we're thinking about, then we actually set ourselves in that driver's seat and can look to God of where do we go and actually think about the choices that we make. I know for me it's so crucial, especially when I look in the mirror or reflect on my day to think about what I'm saying to myself. And it brings me to the next verse, which is Proverbs 12, 25. This is in the Christian standard version. And it says, anxiety in a person's heart weighs it down, but a good word cheers it up. Like I was saying about looking in the mirror and reflecting on our day or even thinking about what we're saying to others. It's so important that we are encouraging ourselves, that we're encouraging others and that we're allowing others to speak into us, that we're not shutting them down or that we're not surrounding ourselves by people who are always negative or you know, speaking negative to ourselves because it it does have so much power. And I've seen it in my own life as well is when, you know, I'm surrounded by people who aren't people who lift each other up, then that definitely reflects on my mood, on how I go about my day. And the same goes for my own thoughts. If I'm looking in the mirror and I'm pointing out everything that I don't like about myself, then I'm already setting myself up for a bad day or, you know, bad life if you want to go to the extreme because, you know, it's all in creating these habits and we can create a habit of encouragement, of building ourselves and others up with good words, bringing cheer and bringing life to every day. The next verse is also a passion translation of a really popular passage in Matthew 6, verse 34. I just love this translation because it starts out with saying, refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. And I love this because as I was saying before, we have an active choice daily. We don't have to just let worry happen, but we can actually make a decision that it won't happen. 
And yeah, it's easier said than done, especially if you're like me and have a history of worry, stress, anxiety. It's easy to go back into those patterns that we've had our whole life. But like this verse says, we actually have the choice to refuse that pattern, to set a boundary in our mind that says, no, you're not welcome here. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to set that boundary for today and keep worry separate because why would I worry about tomorrow when I have today to focus on? And God knows what's going to happen. God knows every detail of my week, every detail of my day, and I can go from strength to strength with him and that he has equipped me for today. He has given me everything that I need to get through this week. Just resting, just resting in that confidence that we can have in him. Philippians 4, 6 is also one of my favorite verses. I won't read the whole thing, but I do love this one part in the Passion Translation that specifically says, be saturated in prayer. What a beautiful image to be saturated in constant prayer and gratitude. One of my teachers from Hillsong College always says, when in a fix, turn to Philippians 4, 6. And it's so catchy, so memorable. And I just love it because it is. It's so true that this verse really can be applied to every trial, every situation. And it's such a good reminder of where our heart should be, where our mind should be. That, you know, when we have these anxious feelings, anxious thoughts, when we're just consumed with worry, that we don't have to let that saturate who we are. But but we can actually turn to God and turn our worries into saturated prayers, into saturated praises and gratitude. It reminds me of James 1, 2 to 3 that says, consider it all joy. I love that verse and it's one, you know, that's often repeated because it's so true that in every trial that we're facing, You know, that verse says, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because it's a promise that life isn't going to be easy. But we also have the choice to say that we will consider it all joy. And anxiety is one of those maybe trials, if you want to call it that, that we can consider joy and that we can change our perspective on that anxiety isn't a burden. That just happens to us, but can actually be seen as a gift. Anxiety can be seen as a friend that's helping us to see where we are, to gauge the direction that we're going, if we even like where we're going, if we like who we're becoming. It helps us to discover the changes that need to happen within ourselves maybe motivate us to start new habits, to change our mindsets, to refocus different areas of our lives. 
and identify pain points. It also helps us to empathize with others and to experience life with all of the emotions, all of the feelings, good and bad, highs and lows. And I love that. So I hope this inspires you to maybe change your perspective on anxiety and know that we are all in this together. My challenge is that you take time to reflect this week on what anxiety is to you, what you need to change, and how it can be your friend. It's definitely a hard thing to shift, but it's also, I think, an important change and shift to make. I know it's already made a big difference on how I see my week and how I approach my days. Yeah, we're all going to have good and bad days and we're going to fall sometimes, but the important thing is that we pick ourselves back up and know that we don't have to stay there forever and know that we have a choice at the end of the day and the start of the day on how we're going to view it. So I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast and I hope it does inspire you to maybe make some shifts, whatever that may look like in your own life. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave a review on Apple podcast and follow me on the Love Kinsey podcast to stay updated and feel free to message me. You know, if you have any topics that you want covered, any guests you want to recommend, my DMs are always open. So I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Have a good week.